Shea butter and popcorn. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Sit back, relax, and listen. Fridays gonna have you listening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea butter and popcorn. Now live. Welcome to Shea Butter and Popcorn. Season 3, Episode 5. Shea Butter and Popcorn is the all-inclusive podcast giving you the exclusive. This podcast focuses on reviewing our favorite films. My name is Chelsea, a.k.a. Chels, singer, actor, writer, podcaster, and all-around movie lover. And it's your girl Tajiana here, actress, filmmaker, and teaching artist, lover of Black stories, Black narratives, Black everything. Welcome back, y'all. Yes, welcome, welcome. So this week is called The Long and Short of It. It's going to be- <laughs> love the title so fun yes you know we got to get creative y'all you know we've been in in the house and you know socially distanced we got to be creative with our titles pull you guys in and the long and short of it is a fun little appetizer before we get to discussing filmmaking and acting um on today's episode with a very special guest so we're going to be discussing short films which is so fun we love short films you know it doesn't take as much time as an entire full-length feature film, which is nice. And um, the really key part of short films, what I love about it is that you can embody many different topics, whether controversial or not, and just being able to use that dynamic and you navigate it over the span of, say, some are even 10 to 15 minutes long. And that takes a lot of work and a lot of dedication, but it can be so powerful and transcendent even more so uh one would argue than a feature film sometimes with the yep. matter that What's you know that? short films may touch on and things like that which is so great um short films are really uh interesting it's very artistic i kind of liken it to like um immersive theater or experimental theater. yeah you know, but it's yeah. film version. It's so it's awesome. It's so um, it's so wonderful and also so difficult because it's just like, like you said, it's like you know when people write short stories, it's like you have to get all these plot points in a shorter amount of time, which is like, in a way, more difficult and just yeah, it's very interesting. It's such a art form. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be so great. Um, so we're gonna highlight a couple of short films and have a more. Um, in-depth conversation uh, going forward. Uh, if you heard another voice, you are absolutely correct <laughs> because today's special guest says, and I quote, I don't just see acting as a creative job. I consider it a craft. One I aim to excel and exceed at, okay? Which I personally think is so important. So yes, that third voice is our friend Isaiah Crow. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yes. Coming on the show with us. Thank you for saying yes. Crow. Char- mm-hmm. and, and taking this charge and being with us. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Fun fact, y'all. We all went to college together. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> <laughs> we all, got all in the same acting program. Yeah, all, exactly. Yep. <laughs> We're all in this together. Oh, hey, 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 hey. So wonderful. High oh school musical, even though we didn't really get to have a summer, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're having that. We're still going to create our own. It's fine. Um, so I'm very excited to continue the conversation with Isaiah later on in this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. But let's get into our short films. So first up, 
I'm going to talk about Homemade, and this came out in June of 2020 of this year, and it's available on Netflix now. You guys want to check that out. It's an Italian and Chilean anthology series, and it follows stories during the COVID-19 pandemic in the form of short films, and it's actually produced by filmmakers from all around the world, which was very, very interesting. It caught my eye, you know, when you're at home and baking bread and... (laughs) You know, me and everyone else. <laughs> I was. And then I was like learning how to make like an English breakfast tea from home and like from scratch. I was like, let's see, how do we make it like they do overseas? Because I was personally taking a uh, vacation in the summertime, just like July. I was just taking it off to just be like, let me go somewhere mentally and take a, like a vacation and stream content and like, you know, go to Google Earth and look at the Coliseum. Like it was, it was, it was that level of just needing a break. (laughs) And I came across Homemade. And it was so interesting because each short film ranges from four to 11 minutes. And you have 17 different episodes in this anthology series. And I loved um, seeing the different creators come together to tell stories in isolation. And I think that it was really beautifully done. I wanted to highlight just a couple episodes, episode 14 and 15, respectively. So the first, um, episode 14, is called Crickets, which was directed by and starred Kirsten Stewart, Twilight, (laughs) where a woman is taunted by crickets and begins to suffer insomnia. So, you know, a little spooky, a little bit of psychological thrills in there. You know, Halloween is tomorrow, so... That's interesting. Y'all can check yeah. that out if you want to, you know, spooky yourself. season. <laughs> or just turn on the news. Either one. Um, oh, my God. Episode 15, uh, director Gurin Chada, who has directed films like Angus Songs and Perfect Snogging, based off the book series, or uh, Bend It Like Beckham, one of my personal favorites. She talks about her loving family's life in quarantine. Um, so those are just two vastly different subject matters, but the way that they had a collection uh, of filmmakers creating film and creating these stories that were either personal to them or completely you know made up like fiction it was uh, very detailed and it was just really cool to see what people could create during you know this pandemic and the unique aspect of the short film is that it really preached the message that everyone can be a filmmaker just in your own way telling stories you know exactly. whether you've done it before exactly or not um, so the stories were a compilation of fantasy, nonfiction, documentary, et cetera, just spanning so many different genres. The very first episode um, was about, it was shot like uh, with the inspiration of Les Miserables and uh, filming people at a market and how that market has changed since COVID and people having to socially distant and distance and how everything was kind of empty and the avenues and the parks. and stuff like that. So it was very cool to see. So that's homemade available on Netflix now. So check that out. My second short film I'm going to talk about is float 2019, which was written, directed and starring Bobby Rubio. This is on Disney plus for everyone out there who has Disney plus and check it out. So I babysit sometimes. And um, when I did babysit recently, of course, this is like pre COVID, um, she always loves watching Disney Plus, of course. And so she wanted to watch Float, which is one of her favorites. And um, it's a seven minute long short film. And it's about how 
father discovers that his son is different from other kids in the most unusual way. And um, I was like, wow, this is such a different type of short film, you know, with the the subject matter, the duality there. Uh, but, you know, my vocal coach, who I love, I babysit her daughter quite often and you know four going on 14 and uh she wanted to watch float on disney plus and 2019 written directed and starring bobby rubio it's a seven minute long short film and it's about how a father discovers that his son is different from other kids in the most unusual way his son can actually float like this kid is like bouncing in the air and it's such a cute animation so to keep them both safe from judgment um the dad covers him and keeps him out of sight um, and I think it actually shows an excellent representation on how you have to embrace your children and what makes them different and then how that makes them special. Because, of course, at the end, um, he's realizing how his child puts a hood over his head and he feels like he can't be accepted by his father because his father's trying to keep the other people at this part when they're on the swing set from judging him that he floats and so then at the end he embraces that he can float and he pushes him in the swing and he goes up in the air um the short film actually generated a lot of favorable reviews some of the reviews that i saw online were parents who had children with special needs had children that had adhd or were on the autism spectrum and in the comments they loved how that connection was made personally for them by highlighting through the eyes of this little boy and his father, how there's an internal struggle that no one can really get unless they have experienced it themselves, you know, uh, which was so interesting, so powerful in this little animated movie, you know, that could on Disney Plus. So that's Float. Check that out if you haven't. Those are my short films. Um, So I'm excited to talk more about it with Isaiah. But first up, Taji, let them know what you're talking about. So these two films, I am like... I feel like I only ever talk about these. I might have mentioned uh, this first. Actually, maybe I've mentioned these previously. I don't know. But the first one is Skin, um, one of my favorite shorts ever. And this film, I like randomly saw it when I was I was on a flight. I don't remember where I was going. I don't know if I was going to my destination or coming back home. But I was just on the plane like there ain't nothing to watch. So I was just scrolling through. And I found this short film. I was like, word? So I started watching it. And I was like, this is really cool. So it's um, it's Skin. Uh, it's a 2018 um, short. It's a drama directed by Guy Nativ. And he is an Israeli-born filmmaker. Um, and he did a beautiful job with this film. And essentially, the film is um, based... Um, it starts off in a small supermarket. Um, and then there's this Black man who smiles at this little white boy across the checkout aisle. And so this moment is when his his dad, um, who obviously is a neo-Nazi, as you can tell by his tattoos, they end up getting into a verbal, you know, disagreement. Mm-hmm. Um, and long story short, as it plays out, we see that this these racial tensions start to play out between um, these two gangs and sends them into kind of a, a war. So I don't want to give too much away because it's a very, if you haven't seen it already, it's, it's very interesting um, and I recommend watching it because it's it really just highlights racial tensions in a very interesting way as they, you know, 
venture through this, you know, it's a small town, basically mirror each other's families, if that makes sense. So it's like you got the two head honchos, you got the sons, then you got the girlfriends slash wives, then you got the whole posse behind them. So it's literally like a a war going on. Um, And at the end, you just see this this unexpected turn. Um, And just it's a really outlandish just plot. And he did such a wonderful job with this. It's um, 21 minutes and 27 seconds. And it has a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Don't know what that's about because I think it's great. But 88% of Google users like this movie. And it actually stars a lot of heavy hitters. Um, If you guys are familiar with um, Danielle McDonald um, from Bird Box, she is actually the girlfriend of the of the neo-Nazi guy. And then um, Jackson Robert Scott plays the little white boy who um, is, you know, he's known in a lot of thriller horror movies like it. And he played the little boy in the prodigy. um, And he was also in lock and key. Um, And so, yeah, as well as Lonnie, who is in um, Lonnie is in this is us and um, magic camp and all, all this stuff. So, yeah, it has some really dope people, a dope roster. And I, I think they did a beautiful job. So you can watch it. It's actually out um, for free on Searchlight Pictures' YouTube page. Um, also, the film actually did win um, the Best Live Action Short Film Award at the um, 91st Academy Awards. And he also, Guy Nativ, turned this... Well, it, it, it also has a two-hour... There's a two-hour feature directed by Guy Nativ of the same name it's called skin um and it's actually out on amazon prime i believe but the film the feature and the short are not related in plot like they're different narratives and i haven't checked that out yet so i'm gonna check that out as well but it's um i highly recommend watching that um the second one is an animated short it's not as much of a dramatic you know suspenseful story but people did get kind of freaked out by it. Um, <laughs> and you're going to be like, what are you talking about, Taj? I'm talking about Bao. Um, <laughs> if you guys know the film, uh, Bao is oh, actually yeah. an animated short. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, seven and a half minutes and it's an animated short. Um, and um, I just simply, I've always thought about this um, because if you guys are familiar, you probably saw it as the, um, it, it was the opener for the Incredibles 2 premiere in the movie theaters. And that's where it kind of garnered a lot of attention. And um, this film is directed by Domi Shi, um, who is a Chinese um, uh, filmmaker. And it's produced by Pixar Animation Studios. And so it's really just telling of her life. Um, this short basically is about a woman who's suffering from empty nest syndrome and she gets a second shot at motherhood when one of her handmade dumplings springs to life and i just think that's such mm, yeah. a very you remember yeah 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 i've seen that yeah it's, it's really really good it's so good and it just explores a topic that i feel like we don't talk about as much it's just there's so many complexities of like motherhood and womanhood that we don't touch on and i think empty nest syndrome is one of them um, and so I really love how she channeled her real life to um, produce this because um, she said that she kind of drew from her own, you know, um, inspiration from her own life, having, you know, Asian representation on screen and, you know, behind the screen with everybody mm-hmm. who was able to animate this and produce it. Um, and so 
And so I just loved how she literally replicated her real life experience and showed this interesting dynamic of this mother who, I don't want to give away the ending, but you know, <laughs> heavy topic in a very like, I don't want to say in a lighthearted way, but in a way that's, you know, it's just, uh, I guess, a little bit easier to to digest, not no pun intended, but yeah, so, <laughs> easier to digest. Dumpling, a little Canadian dumpling, easier to swallow. Forgot to add that they did win the Oscar for best animated short film in 2019, okay. and oh, wow. 7.5 that's out of 10 cool. on IMDb, which is pretty okay as well. So yeah, that's awesome. That's really good. So continue to talk about short yeah. films, um, Isaiah. What? do you love most about short films? Um, I love that they give uh, whoever and whatever a platform. So kind of just like how you were talking about Taj with how that lady was able to bring literally her life and her culture and whoever else into that project. I love how like no matter who you are or what you represent or like, or like what story you're trying to tell, it's much more likely for you to be able to get that platform and to show that with a short film than like some type right. of like big project or maybe for you to try to go and, and submit it to, to Netflix to get a show so on and so forth anyone can access youtube and, and anyone you know in, in 2020 uh has access to a uh, phone and and like right now we we could shoot our own little short film right now exactly. telling tell some type of story so <laughs> i just absolutely love that it gives whoever and whatever a a platform to do you know as, as they wish uh with so yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's, i love it that's, yeah that's definitely at our fingertips yeah, it's at your exactly, phone. exactly. You have your phone, like you could be a director, a videographer, if you want, you know, and tell whatever kind of story. Exactly, it have to be personal. It's exactly, like, everybody mm-hmm. can be a yeah, filmmaker. Yeah, you have to rain right now, definitely. That there's no, there's no pressure. Yeah. Like, just like for the season that that we're in right now, it's just like hey. You know? <laughs> um, right. The next question. So, what is an underrepresented narrative that is missing in the short film genre, in your opinion? You know, I thought about this. I really don't think that there is one because just like how I said, I feel like to the point that there is one, literally someone could come out with whatever that is tomorrow or even tonight, right? So I don't feel like there really is one. I feel like um, for me, when I would like uh, bench watch uh, short films on YouTube, I feel like I could find whatever it is from um, from animated to horror to comical. Like you can literally find whatever and to the point that you can't, I can guarantee you someone's probably stewing on it and it's probably going to be coming out sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I get what you're saying there. I feel like there yeah. is just like you said you don't see acting as a creative job you see it as a craft there's a craft exactly to the short film genre to where um everybody can have all kinds of representation because they're not you know hyper uh sucked into this thing of making a feature film making it be a box office smash like sometimes you can do it you can be doing it for you and for your own personal genre or flat exactly and yeah I totally agree with that mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's what's so great with like living in in, like today's age is that you know i feel like if you were like maybe born to to one of the older uh you know generations maybe you had this this like you know thought but you couldn't really put it into process oh that um that with people being able to to record whatever um that you you could go ahead and post it and then like literally tomorrow um the the shade room could go and get it and the next thing you know you are viral right not the shade room isaiah (laughs) 
mean, it's not even just Aaron. Really, whoever, whoever, not even Shade Room, like any any uh, top celebrity, he'd be like, hey, like my child watched this and I watched it and I love this. So please go like go watch this because literally, like whoever can become a like type of, of like billboard, mm-hmm. uh, who like whatever type of celebrity, whatever type of page can literally become some type of free advertisement. And for they your could want to turn right? it into so a feature like, or turn it into a series or something else. Feature film. Exactly. Yeah. All because you posted it uh, to YouTube or, or wherever else. So speaking of, you know, short films and how that, you know, has an impact on us, you as an actor, what is the what is your favorite short film that you've been in as an actor if you have Um, I mean I've been in a few. I don't I don't really have any that that I would say that I've been in that were my mm. favorite. <laughs> I mean, they were they were really nice products to work on. And to me, I think that whatever you work on, you should definitely, you know, appreciate that because that's all you know leading you towards what like right. whatever else. But I mean there, there were none that I would say that were necessarily my, my favorite that I've worked on mm. this far. The type of roles, I mean simply the, the role is some type of like oh like handsome guy or or bob or i'm I'm simply either playing someone's like best friend and I'm like that yes. one, uh, real best friend. Yeah, you are which to me isn't even which to me isn't even really playing that's a role because that's just me, period. I mean, that's, that's how it is. Um, Acting is, is reality, so, you know. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, I mean, but that that's really it, to be honest, thus far, because... Right, COVID, exactly. Right? <laughs> so us actors can get so, back into the ring. Do you right, think exactly. like you have to be more creative or that it's, like, harder to be more creative because of COVID and, you know... Um... Well, something that I that I started doing like just from my own creative process I like a while ago is kind of either taking notes online or even writing them down. So I would say even if you can't express your your like creative wants right now, you should at least document them someplace so that way when you are ready, at least you have all of that information there, and you don't have to be like, oh, like dang, like I had this awesome title for the short film, but I don't recall it. Oh, dang, I had this awesome uh, description and or um, yeah. Um, uh, thingy for the short film but i just don't recall like what it was oh no like hey like um this awesome title this awesome description i wrote this down i uh, put this someplace that i can get back to later let me just go there now that i have the resources and the time so on and so forth to now uh, put those thoughts and ideas into action right yeah so. yeah that's real yeah. what this is a random question mm-hmm. what do you watch when you're bored aka for the last four months when I'm bored, um, I mean, I'm really big into Asmar. So typically, I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm watching Asmar so much just because it's like something that I will watch. As- um, before, uh, wait, are you talking about ASMR oh, when they're whispering? <laughs> Okay, yeah, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. People say that. I call oh, Asmar and I change God, it. Okay, Asmar. As, as, as the populist, as the populist. Okay. I thought With my I avocado toast, I don't know. <laughs> Oh my okay. god! That's hilarious. To, to, to the populace, they know it as ASMR. I, I when I first got into it, I called it Asmar, and I'm going to my grave say Asmar. What? So Asmar, Asmar is something that I love. It's something I watch all the time before bed. Oh um, besides that, I mean, uh, typically, typically it'll be like Netflix or or short films. I mean, I haven't watched short films here recently, recently, but typically short films something is is really one of the main things I'm looking at on YouTube. If it's not something has to do with gaming or okay. something else, so. Well, with ASMR, which I'm going to call ASMR now because that's solid. But I, there's no connecting letter between <laughs> we the M and the R. I'm trying to get a lazy. Oh, the tingles in my ear. Oh, 
Oh, right. Exactly. Exactly. The team goes, the team goes for it's all so over. Relaxing. It puts you to bed. Oh. Oh, you listen to it too? Yes. Uh, Tosh? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, so what type, what type of like asthma do you guys like? Man. Um, I really like when they pick at stuff or like the, the fame. At you or at stuff? No, no, no. Like they pick like, I like things. different things oh. on a mic or okay. the fingers mm-hmm. go like this. Like, I saw the compilation video. I think it was Brian and Mac. Yes. With like different celebs doing ASMR. Mm-hmm. I love, I love like like personal attention and like eye exams. So anything where they're like super up close and they're like giving you like they're like okay yeah like oh like your skin dry here like let me put some kind of moisturizer yeah. right here you gotta that will give me a tingles galore for sure. Mm-hmm. Anything anything personal attention yeah, or personal attention. I love personal tapping attention. any tapping mm-hmm. or personal attention. I'm like, this is so relaxing. Time to go to sleep now. Mm-hmm. Thank you for helping me calm my anxiety. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. well, so, so actually, fun fact, something that I realized, like, to me, the first moment when I realized I was into asthma was when I was first getting my makeup done for, for, one, of, for, for one of the plays I was doing when I was younger. Because they literally give you personal attention. They have to get close to you. And they have to put on all that makeup right. and stuff. But I just found it so relaxing. That's why I typically, like, won't converse when whoever's doing something to me. Yeah. I just find it very relaxing. Yeah, I feel that so. pamper time. Love it. Right. right. Love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get over exactly. this asthma. I'm trying to figure out where the A is in between the M and the okay, O. Okay, well, why don't you find it, girl, to get back to Because, like I said, to my grave, it ain't changing. I cannot believe it. I think an innovator if y'all didn't know. that's on period. <laughs> oh, most that's on period. <laughs> that, that's on exactly. period. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he did what he did. I'm not about to play with you. <laughs> That's hilarious. He did what needed to be done. It's so great. Um, yeah, but I think <laughs> short films have such of that correlation of just like that freedom, you know, where I feel like it can be therapeutic, just like ASMR or asthma. Mm-hmm. And oh, most where, definitely, most definitely. You know, have that connection, that freedom there, which is yeah. Great. Yeah. I mean, I mean, really, I'd like to add to that. Um, I feel like short films can actually be more therapeutic and like connecting than even like feature films. Because even before COVID, there were some people who I knew who really weren't into like going to theaters. And, you know, of course, with those films, you can always typically see those films in a theater or on DVD for whoever has a uh, DVD player. Whoever has access to YouTube, right? So it's right. just all there. YouTube's and it's nice too because you have a more like intimate setting, you know? Kind of like it's not like you're you're playing like oh, exactly. Medium. It's like you're being able to be connected, you know, like a gallery setting to with the people, which is nice. Exactly, you know? which is more, which is mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I love mm-hmm. that. It's more intimate. You are not playing like a stadium level type of you know exactly something that can be relatable to um, more intimate group and like, but still relatable to all different audiences and you know, a right. diverse storyline. But that's what's so special about short films and um I'm, yeah, exactly. i like that we're going in this direction this season and continuing the conversation next uh week as well because there's so much to unearth i feel with this dialogue between short films and you know filmmakers yeah. we don't talk about shorts enough upcoming it. yeah it, it's nice yeah. it's really, really good uh thank you isaiah so much for being on the show this thank week. you I it was a pleasure. Isaiah, we love you. I love you. Uh, I love you guys too. <laughs> now, Thank you. now you make me want to go and make a short like right now. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, yes, most definitely. most definitely. So, so many memories just from college and uh. <laughs> <laughs> just 
team partners and all right all right oh my gosh me and isaiah uh my gosh and voice class are jamaican Oh, you know, sometimes I actually still do that monologue because I just really? think it was so it was so legit. I just love the character that came from that monologue. He's still up here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep it in your toolkit. Yeah, exactly. I gotta clap back in with the Jamaican exactly. accent, but sh- man, I just had some Jamaican food the other yeah. week too. Shout out to all my Jamaicans. Y'all are y'all are real. Yeah, you really made voice class fun and like serious. Oh, thank you. Class, we partnered a couple times. <laughs> Uh, thank you. I love to hear. Yeah, Isaiah. Isaiah is I just indescribable. I yes. can't even. Yes, I, I'm quite an icon. Y'all don't. I mean, y'all can't see it. You can hear it. I know that you can. Yeah, hear it. you yeah. can hear the the vibration. <laughs> I, just so many years of memories and oh That's my hilarious. gosh. The show that we were in together, being able to act alongside this guy. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It was just so fun. <laughs> Such a fun time. So uh, we appreciate you. Thank you all so much for listening. Please tune in next week for a continuation of the conversation. We will be discussing more short films as well as highlighting actors and filmmakers with another very special guest. Oh, yeah. It's going to be really fun. Feel free to follow us on <laughs> social media to stay updated on this podcast. Follow us on Twitter at ShayButterPop. On Instagram at Shea Butter Popcorn or follow us individually. You can follow me at Chelsea J Music on Twitter or Instagram. And you can follow me at Tajiana Okechuku on Instagram and at Tajiana Tweets on Twitter. And Isaiah, plug yourself. Yeah. Uh, you can come follow me. You can come join the flock. <laughs> you can come follow me at, uh, at Sir Crow or at Sir underscore Crow. And then the, the O and the Crow is a zero. Get it right. <laughs> don't worry you guys follow us on instagram you will see his beautiful picture and yes. all of those details so follow him we're going to be plugging that as well so share that with your folks please like comment subscribe share yes. turn on the post notifications yes just follow us and stay up to date that's it that's it. Stay up. Yes. Beautiful job. Thank you, Isaiah. Thank you. Much. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mr. Crow. Yes. Appreciate you. Love you. Love you. All right. Peace.